Well, good morning, everyone. It's a good day to be alive in Christ, and it's a good day to know that Jesus is alive in us. You and I, the container of the glory of God on earth. Think about it. God chose to dwell and to live in hearts, you and I, as men and women that have received the anointing, received the Christ. The word Christ means the anointed one. We have received the Christ of heaven, and we have come that we might express that to the world around us. Amen. Now, I'm George Watkins. This is Monday. Welcome to our happy Monday day. <laughs> we are rejoicing. Amen. This is Freedom Week also. I think tomorrow, wow, already is the 4th of July. We celebrate our victory and our celebration of victory and freedom in this nation, almost 240 years. Now, we were under the bondage or at least under the control of another nation that didn't have our heart nor our vision. When the pilgrims came and dedicated this land to the Lord and to the kingdom of God and to the purpose of the gospel, England still had its grip on us. In those, uh, in those uh, well, several decades, if not a century or more, England ruled the world. They had the greatest armies and the greatest uh, shipping lanes, and they had colonies around the world. And those colonies were for the purpose of making money. They would go in and conquer a, a nation and conquer an island or whatever just to get the rubber or get the oil or whatever they were going for. Well, when we came into America, our pilgrims were uh, supplied. They were venture capital was put in and bought the ships for them so that they would send back profit from what they made over here, like crops and so forth. Well, we're not going to get into the all the story of the Freedom Week, but that's kind of a kickoff. I want to talk about, <clears throat> today I want to talk about... Um, Traveling light, traveling light. In my notes below, I gave a little sketch of my world travels. Started off with one. <laughs> How do you do that? Well, you start. And as you, whatever you do, if you do it enough times, you learn a little bit about it. It's an amazing thing. Experience is a good teacher. You can sit in the classroom and get all the theory but when you get out on the road or get in the fight, as they say, you find out how to do things practical and by experience. Well, my first trip out of town, I carried three big suitcases. I had every imaginable thing that I might need on any emergency, <laughs> not realizing I was going to be on boats and trains and, you know, tricycles <laughs> and the back of motorcycles. Well wasn't too long after a few trips. I pared down because I knew I had to carry that. Going through airports, trying to catch an airplane, can't carry your luggage, need help to go. Okay, enough said. The scriptures tell us that we must cast our care on the Lord. Now, a care is a weight. He said that we're to get rid of all the weight, the sins, and the weights 
the things that weigh us down, that so easily beset us. If I understand right, the, the professional runners will even take time to shave off all the excess rubber off of their already tiny tennis shoes, running shoes, just to get that extra fraction of an ounce off their, off their body so they can run better. Now, Scripture talks about cares, the cares of life, as being a burden. And yet Jesus said that we needed to cast our burdens on the Lord, for he cared for us. So, how about it? How about a uh, weight check today? Uh, get on the scale of spiritual understanding with me as we check off some things that may be weighing us down. <laughs> well, this is not confessional time. <clears throat> I'm not going to expose my weakness on the public broadcasting system. <laughs> no, we do that to the Lord, don't we? And rightly so, because he keeps the secrets. He doesn't spread it around, but he also, more importantly, gives us the strength by the Holy Spirit. It's called grace. The grace of God is the empowering spirit, presence, power of God to bring us to our destination and to give us that which we need to do our job, to win the battle, to run the race. That's called grace. There's often people will consider grace as getting away with something. Well, God gave me grace. That's mercy. Mercy is the is the one that got you off, you know, out of the gallows. <laughs> you didn't you didn't have to die. He died for you. But the grace of God brings us to our destiny. So this whole thing about traveling light, casting your cares, not having any anxieties. It's an amazing thing what an anxiety will do for you. Some little trivial thing pops up and suddenly your whole night is ruined. You can't sleep. Why? Because you're, you've got 14 different ways this thing could go wrong. And you're trying to plan for all of them. Morning comes, one phone call, it's all over. It wasn't a big deal. Matter of fact, it was a mistake. They sent you the wrong text, <laughs> something like that. Now, if we would cast our care on the Lord and have a good night's sleep, our body would be healthier. Our mind would be clear so we could hear the direction of the Lord and know our, <laughs> know our journey for the day ahead of us. Amen. It's amazing what will happen when you lighten the load. Amen. Well, all of us have been overloaded with schedules, busyness. Wow. Now, I'm looking back from a perspective I didn't have 40 years ago, obviously. I'm looking back to my younger days when my children were at home, busy in building the kingdom of God and churches and church buildings and interacting with people's problems, marrying, burying, and counseling, <laughs> and praying and seeking God. There were times I didn't spend the time I should have or could have or with my children or with my family. Now, we didn't have a 
serious problem with it, but there were times that it would have been a blessing, a help along the way. Looking back now, I can see that. But in the moment, I'm so caught up in the hustle and bustle of my purpose on life and the passion for ministry. It's all good. Well, switch that over to your business as a business person. Got to build that business. Got to grow your customers. Got to pay the bills. You got to get the new shipment in and shipment out. And you look back and you say, I wish I'd have spent more time in the important things of life. That's called a weight, just the busyness of life. Not so much the sin as we know, as we think of sin. When we say set aside, take off, you know, get rid of the sin, we, we often think of sexual sins or being a thief or, you know, all those things, uh, cheating and lying. No, there's something that we could do that would be right and better than we're doing. And that would be, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and thy neighbor as thyself. Now that includes, first of all, your wife, your husband, your children. They're your closest neighbors. They're the ones that live right in your house. (laughs) Okay, well, this is Monday. We're starting a good, wonderful week. Some of us will have a little break tomorrow and uh, enjoy some fireworks in our town. The whole lot of the town gathers about 10 o'clock at night by the river, and they blow off twenty or $30,000 worth of smoke and bombs and light, and everybody oohs and ahs, and then they go back home. Amen. Well, that's what we call community, a little community action. Now, how do we cast our care on the Lord? What do we do to get rid of that buzz, that can't-catch-my-breath feeling where anxiety suddenly takes over and I'm, I just feel like I'm going to faint? i got to sit down. What do we do? Let me uh, just encourage you that some of the things that you you get from the Lord and that you learn, you do it in degrees, step by step. First thing I would say, if you're just starting into your journey of developing understanding and faith, is to have somebody that you can trust, a spiritual person in your life that can pray with you. The Bible tells us if we're sick, now that's, that could be a sickness in our heart, a sickness in our emotions, or a sickness in our bodies. If we're sick, to call the elders. Now that means spiritual people, not just official you know, stuffed shirts that sit up there and look like they run on the show. <laughs> Being a little silly, cynical there, pardon me. But the elder would be those moms and pops, those spiritual leaders or spiritual people in the congregation or the home group you're with that have had experience in prayer and know how to have faith. That's where you start casting your care. You come to them and you say, look, I'm having this problem and they pray for you, and you have cast that before the, before the believing saints, and they now are lifting your load with you in faith. It's a visible, physical, real deal. 
You'll walk away lighter. You'll feel a release, even maybe a snap from your head. I hear that all the time. Oh, it's like an iron band around my head and it snaps. Sure, why? Because the enemy wants to block out your hearing and your seeing and your feeling and your tasting, all those things. But when we cast that on the Lord and come to the, those elders, as you develop, elders aren't, you know, the first thing you go to. You've learned how to come directly to the throne of grace. Doesn't mean you don't ever interact with spiritual people. Don't ever pray together, obviously. But it's different as you grow up. You're the one that becomes the elder to someone. You begin to be a discipler. It's a great thing. And it's a wonderful journey as we lighten our load and get the weight off of the emotions, get the weight off of our spiritual life in any form, whatever drags us down. You know, there's so many habits that the church in, uh, in my history have said, that's a sin, you're going to hell. Well, we found out that wasn't really true, but it's still a bad idea because it blocks off your spiritual journey. It deafens your ears. Things that you pick up in your physical habits, some of the, some of the things that uh, <clears throat> you know go up and smoke, and some of the things that sparkle in the cup, those things are not good for you in the long run because they block off the hearing and the seeing and the smelling and the tasting of spiritual things. Well, I bless you today on this Monday. Keep pressing forward. Have some fun tomorrow. We'll be there in the morning if, you, if you're going to drift by and see us before you go blow a firecracker or eat some watermelon. I don't know what you do on the 4th. <laughs> I love you all. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for your support in all the ways you do it, both in prayer and in sharing and in liking and in your financial gifts. Thank you so much. We will see you in the morning. Until then, be blessed. Cast that care. God bless.